What's up, everybody? This is Pastor Darren, and this is the Manhood Moment. Going to give you one big idea to help you be a more godly man in 10 minutes or less today. This is episode 38. Today we talk about Teach Your Children the Sermon. But before we get into that, I want to invite you to check out our Substack at christendomchronicle.substack.com. All kinds of great content on there written by me and my wife. And I'd love for you to get on there, check it out, make some comments, like the posts. Uh, You can find the other 37 episodes of this podcast, as well as several articles and essays. And uh, so check that out, christendomchronicle.substack.com. There you can become a subscriber for free. If you're interested in becoming a paid subscriber, uh, you can become a paid subscriber for just $5 a month. All that money goes toward helping with travel expenses for our family ministry. Uh, So you help us get from place to place as we travel around the country and mobilize and equip the church to bring the gospel of Jesus Christ in the conflict with the evil in our culture. So that's christendomchronicle.substack.com. Okay, so this is episode 38, and today we talk about Teach Your Children the Sermon. So this episode is for Saturday, and what I've been trying to do on Saturdays is give you something useful that relates to the Lord's Day on the following day. This week, I want to talk about your role as a man where it comes to teaching your family um, the sermon, teaching your family, reteaching your family what the pastor taught on the Lord's Day on Sunday morning. And here's what I mean when I say this. Sundays are a great opportunity for you to get together with your family and discuss the Bible. Now, some people think, and some of this depends on your family dynamic, and some families they read the scripture together Monday through Saturday, and then they don't on Sunday because they go to church on Sunday. But for a lot of families, Sunday is the only day that they really engage with the scripture. They go to church, and that's pretty much all the engagement that they get. And what I want to encourage you guys to do, I've, I've done an episode here where I've talked about the importance and the value of having your children in the worship service with you. And a lot of people talk about, they say, well, you know, we can't have the kids in the worship service because they don't, they don't understand what's being preached. And I've explained why I disagree with that. But one of the things that you can do when you have your children in the worship service with you is you can make, you can turn that into a family devotion or a family worship time on Sunday afternoon as you take the pastor's sermon and you walk through it again with your family. So what you do is you sit around the table with open Bibles, and uh, you you or you open your Bible and you read the passage to your wife and your children, and then you begin to exp- explain to them and discuss with them what the pastor talked about. What I like to do with my kids is I like to, of course, I'm the pastor, so that makes things a little bit different. But I like to ask my kids. We sit down at the table and I I start the conversation. We pray over our meal. We do this with our meal. Um, right after church on the Lord's Day. So sit down at the table and we pray over our meal. And then I ask my children, I say, okay, what did daddy preach about this morning? And I let them answer me. And many times, like the younger kids will remember certain illustrations that I used. I expect, my expectations are different depending upon the age of the child. I expect my older kids to pretty much be able to communicate whatever the main points of the sermon were and that's sort of my way of knowing whether or not that they were paying attention. And as they bring up different points in the sermon, that sort of drives the direction of the conversation. So, and then, you know, depending upon what gets brought up or what doesn't get brought up, over the course of the discussion, my aim is to run back through the big points of the sermon and connect those with the scripture and take an opportunity to reaffirm those big ideas in the minds of my children 
and my family. And so we'll have this discussion. It'll last anywhere between 10 and 15 minutes. It's not very long, maybe 20 minutes at the most. But then the other thing that, that this allows, there's a couple things this allows me to do. One is, as the head of my family, it allows me to teach my children the scripture, right? Ephesians 6 says, fathers, do not exasperate your children, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. It's your job to instruct your children. And this includes helping them understand the pastor's preaching on the Lord's Day. The second thing it does is it allows me to know if they had any questions. Is there anything that came up in their mind or any questions that came up? Or are there any misunderstandings? Is there anything the pastor said that maybe set them off on the wrong track somewhere and they're really kind of misunderstanding what he was what he was talking about? So is there, are they understanding what the pastor said? Do they have questions about what the pastor said? Another thing it helps with is it helps me to know where my children are at with regard to their spiritual development when it comes to learning through the preaching and teaching of the Word of God. And so, you know, sometimes when I have a, one of my kids is, you know, 13, 14 years old and we're having this discussion and they really can't tell me anything about what the sermon was about on the Lord's Day, that tells me as a father, okay, I need to sit down with that, that particular child and I need to lay out for them. This is the importance of listening to the preaching on the Lord's Day. Here's how you pay attention so that you can learn what the pastor's saying. Don't be daydreaming or nodding off. Make sure that you're dialed in. God's going to use this to uh, grow you and your walk with the Lord. Um, and we have had to do that with a few of our kids. And I wouldn't know that if we didn't sit down and have these discussions on the Lord's Day. The third thing it does is it helps me to see, are my children being convicted by anything? Is there any sin that was touched upon during the sermon? Or did the preaching of the word of God bring them under any conviction? Or did it challenge their doctrine or theology in some way? Did it force them to rethink um, some big ideas? And so having these discussions help with that. The other thing it does is, and I'll close with this one. The other thing it does is it helps to bind us together as a family. Now, what I mean when I say that is we're all just sitting around having a discussion. This is not a super formal discussion. I'm asking a lot of questions. The children are doing a lot of talking. This is a little bit different than our normal Lord's Day, um, or a little bit different than our normal family worship, where in those, in those contexts, I do the majority of the talking. This is a Sunday afternoon of family discussion, and through the discussion time, I'm hoping to instruct my children through the preaching of the Word of God, but this creates a unique opportunity or time for fellowship with my family together. And a lot of you know about the brain injury I've had. This is one of the best times of fellowship I have with my family is when we sit down for lunch on the Lord's Day because I'm not always able to be around as much as I used to because I can't be around a ton of noise right now for long periods of time. And so this is a huge opportunity for connection and for fellowship and to laugh and to pray together because we pray at the end of it and to, you know, just for me to get connected to my kids and specifically to find out where they're at and how they're doing spiritually and their walk with the Lord. And not just my kids, but also my wife, who's a part of this conversation as well. Which And that is very important. Now, there's one thing I would encourage you not to do during this discussion. And that is, don't serve roasted preacher for lunch. And what I mean when I say that is, I'm, what you don't want to do is have... A Bible study with your children or have this discussion with your children and everything that you're saying is the pastor got this wrong, got that wrong, got the other thing wrong. 
sometimes the pastor needs to be corrected. Sometimes he got certain things wrong. And it's okay to do that when you're talking to your when you're talking to your children. But if every week you're just critical, you're just critical of the pastor, you're critical of everything he said, and so on and so forth. What you're teaching your children is that they really don't need to pay attention. And so you want your children to have a high view of the preaching of the word of God on Sunday morning. And so that doesn't mean that there aren't ever times you disagree with the pastor. It doesn't mean you can't discuss the disagreements that you have with the pastor when you're meeting with your family. <clears throat> There's a time to do that and time not to do that. And that requires a certain level of wisdom. But what it does mean is you shouldn't be, this is not a, uh, you shouldn't approach this as a critic. You should approach it as a teacher and as a person who's trying to facilitate a certain kind of discussion where you're reteaching the sermon. If there's some place the pastor got it wrong, you can address that. But you don't want that to be the big aim. You want to run back through the sermon and make sure that everybody got all the big ideas and that they understand everything. And that's that's kind of the big thing. The game here, and you know, if you're, if you're sitting around complaining about this, one of the things this helps with is a lot of times what families will do is, and I've seen this a lot. I've been a pastor. I've been involved in pastoral ministry for close to 20 years now. And one of the things that will really poison a family against a church or against a pastor or against the leaders of the church or even against other people in the church is when they regularly engage in the activity of complaining over lunch on Sunday morning. That's what they do. They just sit down and they gossip and complain. Oh, did you see what so-and-so was wearing? Did you see, did you hear what so-and-so said? Did, Think about how long the sermon was or how short it was, or I didn't like those songs that we sang, or I, they were offbeat on this one, or I've never heard that one before, or whatever. And when you regularly intention yourself to walk through the preaching of God's word with your family on Sunday morning, it replaces that time of complaining with a time of instruction. And instruction is... Is, is constructive as a father and head of your family, whereas complaining is destructive. And so this really helps with that. But you don't want to turn your instruction time into a time of complaining. Okay, so replace the complaining with the discussion of the preaching of God's word or the silence with the or the the silly, you know, banter about a variety of other things. Be intentional. Make the discussion about the preaching of God's word. And I think your children and your family are going to benefit greatly from you doing that. Okay. God bless, brothers. Teach your children the sermon again on Sunday morning. Dream lunch. God bless.